Welcome to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. For the next hour, you'll hear proven methods for how to live the multiple income streams dream. Ryan is passionate about helping others discover their gifts and start their own business. He's published five books, and his courses and group coaching programs have changed the lives of thousands of students all over the world. Ryan's books include Private Label, The Easy Way, Finding Your Grace Place, and his latest, Streams of Income. And now, here's your host, Ryan Rieger. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and outsourcing is today's topic. And I have a fun conversation with two of my virtual assistants, Zach and Jasmine. They're in the Philippines. And what you don't see about my business is that uh, I know you mostly see me out in the open, but behind me is an awesome team of people that help me do what I do. And in fact, even this podcast right here is being edited by uh, my friend Rose in the, in the Philippines. And Jasmine also does uh, some of the work on my podcast, who's she's one of my de- guests today. But if you want to grow your business at some point, just like Jimmy talks about Jimmy, my friend, Jimmy Smith, uh, when he and Brittany started their Amazon business, there was a point, I think it was a $25,000 or maybe it was 40 for them where they could not, they did not seem that they could get over that hump with their, the jobs that they had. And so they had to do something. And so that's when Jimmy quit his job and started hiring people uh, and all that. And so that's enabled them to grow their business significantly. And so there's going to be some point to where you hit a ceiling of the efforts that you're able to put in and what those results are. And so I seriously recommend looking into hiring VAs for or about any type of thing you could ever need in your business. If you're selling products online, they're awesome at finding uh, products for sourcing, for opening up wholesale accounts, doing back-end Amazon work. They can make calls for you, take calls for you, do customer service. They do a lot of things in my business that allows me and frees me up to only work on those things that only I can do. Now, I'm not perfect in this. There are definitely still things in my business that I shouldn't be touching, but I do. And I'm working at getting better at that and out- offloading a lot of those things and delegating those things to my VAs. But if you're looking to expand your business to uh, and you're, you've thought about hiring virtual assistants, this episode is very practical, step-by-step on how to find them, what to pay them, how to pay them, all the jobs that they can do. If you have any other questions, uh, feel free to email me, ryan at ryanrieger.com. And if you're in Legends, you have access to our legendary VA service where we actually will find them for you, train them for you, and you can uh, and get one of our VAs. Also, we have a VA sharing service inside our uh, Legends program as well. So if you aren't quite ready to take on the responsibility or the extra um, expense of having a VA all to yourself, you can share one with four other people. And that's available in our Legends group currently. At some point, I do believe we're going to expand that out. Um, But right now, it's just a a perk for the Legends members. So uh, all that, all those links will be in the show notes there, Um, even a free or a dollar trial for Legends as well. But here is my fun interview with Zach and Jasmine. All right, Zach, Jasmine, welcome to Streams of Income. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Good. Thank you. Wow. Nice. Hi, Mom. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Hi>, Philippines. <laughs> right. So, as uh, obviously I've mentioned in the uh, introduction, that these are um, my friends. They're VAs. They work for me, but they become friends. And um, I've actually had the opportunity to meet Zach and his sister in person 
Now, this is his uh, girlfriend, Jasmine, um, but they um, they work in our organization, uh, legendary VAs. And also Jasmine does some extra work for me for social media stuff and working on some social media projects together with some other people in my mastermind group. But we today we just wanted to chat about virtual assistants because I get lots of questions from business owners that want to know how to outsource their business, how to expand their business. And one great way to do it is hiring uh, VAs and there are VAs all over the world. Um, people and there's you know, any in pretty much any country you can find probably somebody that can do t- work for you online. But for some reason, there are just a lot of them in the Philippines. Let's, let's start there. Why why are there so many virtual assistants? Like you start typing in virtual assistants, guys, and Philippines comes up all the time. Any ideas why that is? I mean, I have reasons. I know a lot of reasons why. Filipinos are great for this type of work. Um, and we can definitely go into that, but why are there so many there as opposed to, you know, another Southeast Asian country? Well, for me personally, um, knowing Filipinos is that Filipinos are hardworking mm-hmm. first, uh, trustworthy and, you know, um, they're happy regardless of how big or how little you pay them. So those are, I'd say, are the positive traits mm-hmm. of Filipinos. And that's the reason that a lot of Filipinos um, or yeah, a lot of Filipinos are virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. And when you do a Google search, that's also one thing like it comes up first, if not, um, you know, in, in the top three, Filipinos are, you know, the usual virtual assistants. Yeah. And then you guys also have a lot of call centers and things, don't you? That's also one thing. So yeah. a lot of call center agents who are Filipinos mm-hmm. have switched to working at home, mm-hmm. which ended or which made them a virtual assistant. Yeah. Are there still call centers right now happening and people still getting in their cars or going on their motorcycles and going into call centers right now? Yeah. What's going on? There, there okay. is, there is uh, no, now, not because of the pandemic, I think it's kind of like 50, 50. Okay. So 50% is working on site and the other 50 are working at home. Or work from home. home. Take calls yep. at home. Okay. Take calls yep. or make calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. To say. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into your stories. I want to hear your story and then we'll go into some of the questions that we get that we see all the time, like how to find a VA, where, like where to go online, how much to pay them. How do you know that they're doing the work? What are the types of jobs? So we're just kind of some of the basics of virtual assistants and all that, but let's go into your story. So Zach, why don't you start first? Tell just briefly who you are, your work history, um, and then just, you know, how you got hooked up with me and how working from home has been a blessing for you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, first, uh, first thing, my, my name is Zach. It's actually not my real name. Um, <laughs> just call me Zach. Uh, well, well <laughs> I, I started working in the call center, uh, industry, what uh-huh. you call, uh, what is more commonly known here is, uh, business process outsourcing. Okay. So, um, I might have. If, if you're if you called in before in a customer service setting or technical support you might have spoken with me i'm not, right. I'm not totally sure but <laughs> that's always a possibility <laughs> so um well <laughs> i've been in that industry industry for uh roughly eight years okay and um all the way it works here is that traffic is your you know number one enemy in terms of going to work daily mm. so um after seven or eight years I decided to try my luck and start, you know, working at home because back then, maybe about 20, 
I stopped 2014, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe about 2013 or 2012-ish, mm-hmm. I started hearing about work from home setting yeah. or virtual assistants. Yeah. But I was, you know, kind of scared or I'm not confident enough to do that. Sure. But t- come 2014, I, you know, I took the, a leap of fate mm-hmm. and um, that's, that's how I got here. Well, mm-hmm. initially it wasn't working out so well. I, um, I thought of just going back and working in a call center, mm-hmm. but um, through perseverance and I'd say, um, you know, trusting the process, mm-hmm. uh, it, it got me to where I am today. And um, all of those years since 2014 or make that, I'd say about early 2015, I was working already with Ryan without his knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. So um, someone else was managing that whole. Yep. Someone else was managing the group. (laughs) So I I was working for him and his, you know, uh, what do you call it? So partners Uh since, since then. And, um, three, three or about two years after I get to uh, meet Ryan, not really meet as in, you know, physically, but we, we get to talk and, um, no, we get to to me via, via zoom or via Uh webinar or, video chat uh-huh. and um that's where we started in terms of you know thinking what we can do what other things we can offer and all that uh-huh. so um if just just imagine five no that's already six years wow. six years i have been working at home i was able uh-huh. to you know get things from not just for me but for for my family for my kids and all that yeah. it has been you know a real blessing yes um when I was working in an office, you know, type of job, I spend, you know, nine hours in actual work, including, you know, lunch breaks and all that. And then another, add another four or five hours for travel. So just imagine more than half of the day I'm away from home. Oh my God. Uh, but now uh, I get to just, I, I, um, there are times when I, I'm, I can say that I'm a little bored because I'm, uh-huh. I'm at home most of the time, yeah. but then thinking about the hassle, of you know <laughs> going going to work in an office space i mean i'm yeah. really blessed to be Absolutely. here or to be you know be working yeah, at home because you guys live in the in the manila area and, and i know that yeah. would be different so if you lived in the prover in the provinces you probably wouldn't even have an opera it'd be harder to have a call center job is that right there are also call center companies now in the uh-huh. provinces but uh-huh. the thing is that they're offering you know what is called a provincial rate mm-hmm. so they earn less mm. as opposed to, you know, like working here in the capital or near the capital. Okay. And uh, aside from that, uh, well, that has been an improvement. Yeah. Honestly. But, yeah. but then again, um, compensation would be a little, a little different. Sure. Than compared to like, you know, living in the more urban areas. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you real quick. So let's go to the traffic. Of course, we, you and I have talked about this many times before, but for somebody yeah. who's uh, not familiar with, because when I'm first, so guys actually had an opportunity to, to bring Zach and his sister rain over to yep. the U.S. in 2019. And that's when I first heard about the traffic issue with Manila. And so <laughs> you said you had to be in, I mean, it's every, everybody might be different, but the hours you were literally, you just said four to five hours in traffic a day. And it's not yep. that it was a 400 mile round trip. It was literally just because the traffic is so bad. Because of the traffic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'd say maybe about how many kilometers is, was it to 30, your call center? 
maybe 30 kilometers one way. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's 60, maybe 60 back and forth. Uh -huh. 60 back and then forth. Then you're going to spend kilometers. two or three hours going, going to work. And then wow. maybe two hours going home. Yeah. And let me ask you so, about the, um, what was, um, you don't need to tell me what you made, but what's a typical call center job pay in, in, in the Manila area um, per month? I'd say here um, in Manila area, about 15, 15 would be on average. 15,000 15, pesos. pesos. So that's and like what's that? $32. Yep. Around that's $300. $300 a month. Okay. $300 per month. Okay. So that's like your basic pay up to okay. maybe about uh, 600. Mm -hmm. 600. That's you, you, you're You're going to have to call yourself about say supervisor yeah. or a team manager, a team okay. leader. Okay. That, that will be around that range. Okay. But for like a basic rank and file, Mm -hmm. employee that's going to be 15 would be you're going to be happy with that yeah yeah you're going to remember when you that. started out with us you weren't even make you weren't making that much before when, when, when i started with you guys i'm already making 100 uh make that 200 or 250 a month yeah 250 a month yeah 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 but, and then the provinces, know, um, a call center job in the provinces wouldn't even be 300 a month no maybe oh. about 240 okay at 240 or 200 yeah within within that range yeah but it depends yeah. it depends on a company as well and it depends i guess on your quali qualifications or your experience sure but on yeah. average it's going to be about 240 or twelve thousand okay. pesos okay let me um so let's do over, jump over to jasmine for a second then i want to talk about yeah. real quick just like the cost of living for a second there because like even you know 300 to 600 that to us that sounds like that's really really low because it just costs more to live here um, but we'll yep. talk about some of the prices of the things there. So people know that if they hire a, a Filipino VA and they pay them 400 or 500 a month. That's a really good pay. And that'll, you know, they'll be able to make a decent living with that. So Jasmine, tell me your story really quick, your work history and um, all that. Okay. Um, my turn. Yes. <laughs> your turn. Um, I'm Jasmine. <laughs> you can call me Jazz. Filipinos like nicknames, right? <laughs> um <laughs> I worked in one of the distributors of Procter & Gamble here in the Philippines okay. um, as a key accounts executive. Um, the job is to offer products um, to different um, supermarkets here in the Philippines and to meet a certain um, monthly sales target. Mm -hmm. And I also um, did real estate. Okay. I, um, I sold one condominium nice one condominium unit uh -huh. um but the after two um what do you call that two months what two um executive commission uh -huh. the um the client backed out i don't oh, know no. maybe because of the pandemic uh -huh. mm. yeah yeah but still um i got some from them <laughs> yes yeah that commission yeah, the commission yeah <laughs> okay yeah and mm. so we're it was right before i hired you were you doing you were doing the proctor and gamble job yeah okay that's right okay interesting and for us you're and doing then first um, I, mm -hmm. go ahead i worked with jenny first right you introduced me to jenny zach uh -huh. introduced me to you yep <laughs> and you introduced me to jenny yes and yeah. so you're doing social media for me for jenny and then we're yeah. doing some social media for some ma the mastermind groups that oh, i have fun. so uh jasmine's a very good graphic designer it's skilled at that and um just as a quick learner on pretty much anything we've ever said hey let's try this so um 
So we talked about the traffic. The, oh, okay, real quick. Give me an idea of like some, uh, I mean, I don't want to go into details, but like, you know, what an apartment might cost there, um, a monthly rent for that and some of the major expenses like that. So people get an idea of like, you know, because you hear like, man, you're only paying them $400 a month. Um, and they think like, you know, you're, you're ripping them off. So what's, an, what's a, a monthly rent, <laughs> an average monthly rent there? Uh, well, I'd say if you're near a commercial area, that's a different story. But if you're not like near a commercial area, I'd say about 5,000, that's going to be a home with one bedroom, mm-hmm. uh, 5,000 pesos. So about, um, about a hundred dollars a month. That's going to be for your, for, for the apartment. Okay. And then if you're in a commercial area, maybe at about 30%. From that, maybe okay. somewhere around seven thousand pesos or okay. one hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah, one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty. Okay. So it's going to be just for your, you know, lodging. Yeah. yeah. And then for food and utilities, you're probably going to spend another a hundred, a hundred mm-hmm. grand, or mm-hmm. oh, sorry, hundred grand is too much. A hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Another hundred dollars. Uh huh. Um. So just looking at that, you're around two hundred thirty already just mm-hmm. for your expenses mm-hmm. and then um what what else what other expenses if the utilities, the utilities Transfer, what about transportation a car or a motorcycle or public then, transportation then public transport or transportation expenses would be i'd say about the same same amount a hundred dollars mm-hmm. if you had a hundred dollars for transportation then gasoline yep Yep. Okay. And that, that can get you back and forth. Okay. So if we're looking at that, about 300, 350 or 330, mm-hmm. it's going to be your expenses. Mm-hmm. And if you're earning $300 a month yeah, or $400 a month, yeah. <laughs> you, you only have like a few left. Yeah. What if something happens? Like, you know, right. in, in the event of like, they're going to be in, like in some sort of an emergency or you sure. lost a portion of your salary. Right. Unfortunately. So that's mm-hmm. going to be some sort of a problem. Sure. Well, even Americans are so, that way too. I mean, people live paycheck to paycheck. They'll, they make 30 grand a year, but spend yep. all of it or more and they get into credit card debt. And so that issue is universal. It's yeah. international. So, yep. um, so somebody could live for 400 bucks a month and make their, they, all their expenses are paid. Maybe even have a little bit to save. They're not yes. going to be, they're not going to be wealthy. Um, but they're going to be able to, they're, they can, they can live. Yeah. They're, and they're, they can even live well with that. Cause yeah. you know, some people get to, you know, grip their money really well. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, and not, not spend this on, on that or right. this and that, yada, yada. So earning $20 for a family of four, mm-hmm. perhaps is, mm-hmm. you know, a really huge amount. Yeah. They're, they're going to be really happy with that. Yeah. The wife cannot can even be just a stay at home wife and just sure. do all the chores and, and something, yeah. but still they'd be able to save. So yeah, that's uh, awesome. 400 for Filipinos is, you know, a huge amount already. That's good. Yeah. Just so you guys, for the people that are listening to this, our um, legendary VA program, our VAs uh, make around the full-time VAs make around $400 a month for that, um, for their full-time product sourcing. And when we say full-time, we don't even, we're not tracking their hours. We don't care about the hours. And we can talk about that here in a second. 
how you yep. pay them, how do you know they're doing their job? So ours is more of a trust factor. It's more of a output that if they have this certain number of deals per day, we consider that full-time certain number of deals, uh, a smaller amount would be, you know, half of that would be uh, part-time. So we typically for our full-time, correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, 10 to 15 deals a day for full-time. Yep. Um, <laughs> and these are online arbitrage deals or people they're finding them and usually, mostly that's mostly clearance stuff, not replens. Those are obviously harder to find. So 10 to 15 is a full-time pay. And then uh, 5 to 10 is part-time. Five to 10 and part-time, we have yeah. VAs that do that super quick, get that done in a few hours. And we have some VAs that have two two and three part-time jobs um, that are uh, two and three, two and three full-time jobs. Even they, they can get their work done fast and they're just really efficient at it, which I am totally fine with because um, you know, it gives them opportunity to earn more money. So. Yeah, but I appreciate the the background on your guys's work, the traffic, uh, the pay, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> let's talk about um, how to find VA. So, talk to obviously if you're in the Legends group, we have access to the legendary VA service. But let's talk to the folks. The vast majority of people listening to this are not in Legends right now, and that's okay. So how let's but we want to serve them. So how would you? What are some? Obviously, I have some sites in mind. Um, if somebody wants to hire a VA, and whether it's Amazon product sourcing or anything, what are some of the places that you know that they can go to? Well, one of the major site for Filipino virtual assistants would be onlinejobs.ph. Yep. So most of them are in there, or if if not all of you know for Filipino VAs, mm-hmm. about ninety percent or more are in onlinejobs.ph. Yeah. So yeah. one more thing would be Upwork, yep, or formerly known as Odesk, yep, and um, Fiber. Fiber, I guess Fiber, Fiber is kind yeah. of like a mix. Fiber be more for a freelancer. You're, that's more um, freelancer. Yeah. That's more like a one time job, correct? Like a one off <laughs> job, like do this right. one thing and that's it. Onlinejobs.ph is more if you're wanting to hire somebody for a long term mm-hmm. type of deal. For a long term, yep. yep. Or, or or for some sort of a project, yep, and all that. Okay. So, um, well, most well, one thing that really stands up in mind would be onlinejobs.ph. Yes. And if you're not looking directly for, you know, if you if you would if you don't want to go through onlinejobs.ph, mm-hmm. word of mouth would be yes you know, your 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 best bet. Yeah, because there may be um. You know, let's say we're talking to Amazon sellers here for a second. You know, you may have um, somebody who is uh, doesn't want to use their VA anymore. Maybe they're quitting the business, moving on to something else, and they have this stellar VA that they want to continue to make sure that they have a job. And so, just post in uh, post in one of your any Facebook group that you're part of with other Amazon sellers. Say, hey, I'm looking for a VA. Anybody have one that maybe needs extra work? Because that's another opportunity. Is um, you know, just because. Zach has a, a full-time job, um, you know, doing product sourcing for one client doesn't mean he doesn't have extra time um, to do something else. Cause maybe, you know, cause I mean, honestly, Zach is really good at what he does. So um, he could easily be sourcing products for me and then have plenty of extra time throughout the day to take on a whole nother full-time client um, because he's, he's good at what he does and has that time available. So find other Amazon sellers get into groups and say, Hey, I'm looking for a VA. Anybody have one that wants extra, extra work um, and has time. And so there's an opportunity there, but highly recommend onlinejobs.ph. And guys, there'll be a link in the show notes um, or for this episode. And uh, by the way, talking about show notes, Jasmine does that for me too, with my podcast. So, yeah, <laughs> um, and it's awesome. It just takes that weight off of me and allows me to do what I do best. 
Um, but onlinejobs.ph is great. So let's say, okay, so somebody goes there, um, they sign up for that service. And what are some tactics, tips that we can give people to find a VA? Because it's like a, um, it's almost like, uh, you know, an eHarmony. I don't know if you guys have eHarmony or know what that is, but it's a dating site here in the US. No. <laughs> um, I mean, you, I'm sure you have them in the Philippines too, where if you're looking we for might, somebody, <laughs> a match or match.com, um, you put your profile up. So onlinejobs.ph is um, you can either post a job description and say, I'm looking for this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And people will start flooding your inbox with hire me, hire me, hire me. Or you can also go through and I think select and and um, like uh, talk to the one-on-one more rather than just posting a job description. You can look for people, look through their qualifications and then message them directly. But what are some tips on if you um, have a job that w- ways to start attracting them? Anything about the job description you would say, or what are some tips there with, I mean, as soon well, as you post a job description, you're going to start getting flooded. Um, oh, right, right. Yep. Any, any tips on that? Well, I, I remember we, we did one, you know, one time we did add some sort of an instruction on the job posting uh-huh. for applicants to do this. And then um, whenever you get like applications, if they didn't follow your instruction, yes, and you can just, you know, take them off the list. So that's, that's yes. one thing. Yes. And then um, what normally happens is that even if the person is not qualified or doesn't meet what you're looking for, mm-hmm. they're still going to try their luck and send yes. an application. Right. So, so um yeah yeah adding an instruction on on your job posting would do wonders in terms of you know um what it calls like weeding out yes the applicant yeah and what Ooh, he's talking know, about are, is like literally like I think we've used this term before like yeah, we know, did in the in the in your job description say something like when you reply back use the word purple monkey in your subject line or something. So you know that if somebody didn't do that term, didn't use that term, they didn't read, they didn't follow your instructions. So that allowed, because literally if you start posting job descriptions on these sites, you will get flooded. You'll get so many um, applicants because so many people want to be able to work from home like Zach and Jasmine do. And so you'll, you'll definitely get folks who aren't qualified at all never didn't even read your job description Mm -hmm. will reply back to you. So you got to sort through those. And that's what makes our legendary VA service so cool is because I know those problems. I've had those problems before. Like, Oh my gosh, I just posted a job description. I have 25 people and I don't know anything about them. The nice thing about onlinejobs.ph is that it sorts through it. It helps you to know that these are actually real people. Um, so it's it's a legitimate site that you can go to, but it's still up to you to weed through them and give them test jobs and even ha- get on a Zoom call and interview them like you would if you were right if they were right here in person. So if we do that, that's good. That's good um, advice to have that some instructions there. So let's say you weed it down from 50 down to 10. What do you guys say? And on what, what is a a way to get down to that one person out of those 10? What are, what are those next steps? Well, um, most of Filipinos are, you know, they they tend to get shy, Mm -hmm. but I'd say if you can get on a, on a zoom call or a Skype call, or just, you know, get on a video call with them just Uh so you can get to know them. And, you know, be able to figure out that you're talking to the actual person applying yep. Yep. to, you know, the job posting. 
So that, that would be, that would be a good way as well to, you know, scan through. And then maybe during that call, maybe you can just ask them one question mm-hmm. connected to what you're looking for, mm-hmm. just to see if they have an idea with, you know, what they're applying for, even mm-hmm. though they, they did follow your instruction. Yeah. So that, that might be just like a second way mm-hmm. or like a second method to, you know, go through mm-hmm. um, or to ask that, that person if they know what they're applying for. So yes. um, video call or video chat would be next. Mm-hmm. And um, well, you'd be able to tell if you're going to hire that person just, right. you know, by talking to them. Absolutely. So that, that's going to be your second or even your last, you know, step. Yeah in terms of, you know, finding, finding someone to do a work for you. Yeah. Would you Absolutely have that, um, Jasmine, any other tips on that, on the weeding it down from 10 down to the one? Okay. Um, I think, uh, you have to filter the, um, the applicants by, um, by if they're following the instructions first and mm-hmm. then if they're confident enough, if they mm-hmm. believe in themselves, yep. um, because, me myself, I'm scared at first. I was scared, mm-hmm. but I turned my um, fear into excitement and mm-hmm. just go for it. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's good. Was um, w- at what point do you give a um, a test job? Do you do you like? Uh, do you, would you interview those ten people first and get it down to like three, and then give mm-hmm. test jobs to those three, and then select one? Yeah, well, after after your conversation mm-hmm. or um, you know, like meeting or a video video call or video chat with our person, mm-hmm. you can give them a, like a test job for maybe a day, mm-hmm. about two or three days. Okay, but make sure make sure to pay them for it because you know yeah. that's still you know time that they're going to consume. Absolutely. But um, I guess that's going to be the time for you to you know give them a test job and afterwards, okay, go for it. If if someone turned out to be you know or if someone did meet what you're looking for, that's going to be the time that you can, you know, say that you can hire them. Yeah. Yeah. And so just so you know, if you guys are getting on a zoom call, I mean, most, especially in the middle area, most Filipinos speak English. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause again, most, most virtual assistants are call center agents. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so most of them do speak English. So yeah. Yeah, because if I talk to you guys on the phone, if I had never met either of you in um, person and have never seen your face, I would not. I mean, I may know that you're not from Texas, but I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. There's no way to know that you're not from the U.S. Um, I mean, yes, you might have a, a slight accent, but how many Americans? There's so many Americans that do, too. You don't uh, they they might be from a, a different heritage and still have an accent. And so you just wouldn't know you guys speak great English. And so that's, if you're looking for somebody who speaks good English, Filipinos are great to, for writing English. They're great for that too. And so it really depends on what you're looking for. What um, you're looking for yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have Skype calls going forward. Um, you definitely want to get to know that person at the beginning to hire them, but in that communication back and forth every day, um, it doesn't have to be a zoom call. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, I'm on I'm on the call with you guys at least once a week, usually with that meeting that we have um, on Mondays. But then um, after that, it's usually just text back and forth on Skype, um, which yep. makes it easy. So, um, 
All right. So pay, we've talked a little bit about the Amazon product sourcing. I think I've heard anywhere starting out like 250 to $400 a month. That range is probably a good range for paying somebody for Amazon product sourcing, depending on the number of deals they're finding. Um, and hire other jobs like graphic design, something more specialized might be a little bit higher. And onlinejobs.ph can help out with that. They, they uh, will give you some guidance on um, what to pay. Obviously, you want to make sure it's a win-win. Um, oh, right. real quick, let's talk about the 13th month. What's the thir- what is the 13th month? Okay, well, uh, the 13th month is a government-mandated uh, benefit for Filipino employees. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it is they're, uh, taken from an employee's average for the whole year, mm-hmm. which, you know, gave the term of 13 months. So say, for example, your employee uh, started working for you or an employee started working in the middle of March. Mm-hmm. So his or her earning from, you know, from March up until the end of the year mm-hmm. would be uh, computed on average. Mm-hmm. And that amount would be would then be you know, the uh, 13 month pay. Yeah. So that's, that's, um, in, if, if we're going to compare that to what you guys in the U S are having mm-hmm. as some sort of like your Christmas bonus. Yes. It's, it's yeah. kind of like the same thing, but you know, it's, but here in the Philippines, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of different because some companies give, do give Christmas bonuses, uh-huh. but then they still give 13 month. Oh, pays. wow. That's nice. <laughs> but that's kind of different. So it depends on the company. Yeah. Yeah. So it's essentially a whole extra month of pay. So if somebody worked for 12 straight months for you, um, then you'd give them an extra month. If they worked six months, then it would be essentially half of a month of a month of a pay, right? Well, it's going to be, yep. It's going to be an average. So if they worked for six months, uh, six months would be, would then be divided into 12. Yeah. So that would be their 13 month. So yeah. uh, Like, and it's not mandated. Class. So as an American hiring you guys, I don't have to pay you that. It's not like the Filipino government's going to come after me if I don't. Yep. But I know that if I want happy people, um, that's what you've expected. You've had that in your previous jobs. And so, you know, that's just something that you just can become accustomed to. And so if I right. didn't pay you that, I mean, I'm sure you'd probably still continue to work for me because you are able to work from home <laughs> and there's other benefits. But most people who hire VAs, most Americans who hire VAs are paying that 13th month. Right. And you and should, they're aware of it. Yep. Yeah. You so, definitely some, should. some are even asking about it. Yeah. They, they haven't even, you know, hired a VA, but they're going to ask, do you guys pay 13 month pay to your VAs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, a lot, a lot of, you know, Americans who have hired VAs before mm-hmm. are, you know, accustomed to that as well. Mm-hmm. So um, again, just like what Ryan mentioned, it's, it's, you're not required. Mm-hmm. to pay that but that's gonna make your va really happy especially you know right. during christmas time absolutely yeah and you want to keep them happy if you find a good one you want to hang on to them and so you uh you want to build that relationship with them and you, i mean you know they're, they're at some point they're going to leave or you're going to do something different in your business and you're going to that relationship will probably end but you know as long mm-hmm. as you're um you're you you want to you find a good one you want to keep them that's all because the hiring and finding somebody that's a time consuming can be grueling process and that's why the purpose of this podcast i want to make sure people understand what's required and what what you can do it's not anybody can do it it's just it takes some time to get those applications to weed through it to have those interviews and decide on which one to go with and even at that even after that it may not be a perfect fit you may be doing it you know a couple months afterwards because that 
employee quits on you, doesn't decide they don't like to do that job or whatever reason, it's just not a fit for between the two of you. So if you find a good one, hang on to them for sure. Um, how do you guys typically, I pay you guys all with PayPal. Um, is that the, the, the one way that is kind of most universally used is PayPal? Yeah. The well, safest one, I think. Uh, safest and more common yeah. is, uh, you know, PayPal. Well, with PayPal, uh, Filipino VAs can then link their bank accounts to it. Yeah. So once, you know, once you send a payment to PayPal, uh, the VA can then just withdraw, withdraw the amount straight yeah. to their bank accounts. So mm -hmm. that's, that's, one, that's one way or one merchant. And then you have Payoneer. Yes, Payoneer. Payoneer mm -hmm. and, um, I've done Wells Fargo there's, there's too. There's a lot more. Yep, or, or Zoom as well. But oh, yeah, Zoom is kind of, that's right. Yep, XOM. Uh, but that's also PayPal. So, and that's, that's, um, that's, a, that's another option. But with that, um, you can either send it directly, like kind of a door-to-door -door service, mm -hmm. or you can have them claim it at um, a partner establishment. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the charge or um, what you have to pay is kind of like the same if you send it yeah. through PayPal. But okay. that's that's another option. But but sure. then again, most the the most commonly used uh, merchant or application would be PayPal. Yeah, and it depends on the the fee. Like if I I know that if I send like you guys like like a hundred bucks or something, it may only be like two dollar fee. But if it's like over a certain amount, it's like four ninety nine. And so yeah, just a little tip, if you guys are paying, anybody you're listening or paying several VAs, you should think about um, if you, if you trust, if you have one VA that you can trust to like disperse that for you. So in our organization with legendary VAs, we've moved to where all of it, uh, every single week's payroll goes to one VA, the payroll VA that it's Zach's sister that goes to her pay, PayPal. So I only have one $4.99 transaction. And then she pays Great. it to everybody else. And that's been a huge, I mean, it saves us probably about a hundred and some dollars a month, which <laughs> is not a lot, but it's still, that's significant um, yep. over a year. And so you want to pay that as, you know, think about maybe having one VA that you pay and then they just disperse it to the rest. That'll save you that $5. Um, but most people are only paying one. And so it's not a big deal. Yep. Yep. And, and before I forget the 499 is actually, if you send the money, uh -huh. using the option to, you know, friends and family or send it nice. to friends and family. But yeah. if you're sending that as a payment, that's another, that's a different story. Yes. It's going to charge you even more. Yeah. We're sending, gonna... I'm sending it to you as a friend and family. So there's no PayPal doesn't, the only fee is that 499 fee. Um, if I send it yes. to you as a contractor, I would send you a hundred dollars and you may only get like 95 or something. Yeah, and then it's you gonna still be have to then deal people. with the, um, at, even with the 95, you'd still have that, uh, the, the exchange rate that exchange PayPal rate, yep. usually takes a cut of too, because the exchange rates on PayPal aren't, aren't the same as if I was in your country given a hundred dollars and then it just, it's just, it's lower. Yep. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's a different story. You I mean, I don't know what, what's up with PayPal, but that's how they do it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, they got to make money too. It's a service and it's a, they, you know, it's a blessing to be able to have that, to be able to, yes, otherwise totally. I want to be sending I agree. cash in the mail or something. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Let's talk about how, um, 
obviously with the way we set up legendary VAs, there's not like a time tracking service. I, we don't take screenshots. I know there's uh, some software out there that if I was concerned that you two weren't doing your job, it could take a screenshot every so often and make sure you're actually, you know, working and not, you know, yep. doing something else during working hours. I don't do that. Um, I understand maybe at the beginning of a relationship, you may feel like that's needed to make sure that the person's doing for us. It's always been about making sure that the project gets done, that the output happens. You know, if I give you something that I think should take four hours and it takes you four days, well, there's obviously you're probably not doing something right, but for the most part, every single project is like, I'll give Jasmine something to do that. I think she'll take two days and she comes back in four hours and it's done. And that amazes me. Um, but it, it, for us, it's just a trust factor. You guys probably appreciate that, but we built that trust too. So, but let's talk yep. about, let's say, for example, I just have met you guys. I want to hire you for a job and I feel like there needs to be some type of time tracking or accountability there. What are some software that you guys have heard of, or, um, how would somebody find that stuff online? Just Google well, I, I, time I think, tracking or what? Yeah, just, just Google it. Uh, uh-huh. I, I guess one one application I heard of is Time Doctor, mm-hmm. but I haven't really tried it. Okay. Because um, since I started working at home, you know, there's no time tracking device, which right. made me feel comfortable. Yeah. Honestly, with what I'm doing, because uh-huh. I, I know someone isn't looking at it <laughs> right. while I'm working. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like having a supervisor walking around. Exactly. Just standing at your yeah. back and you know what are you doing all yeah because what happens so, like if you because you're into sports <laughs> so what happens like if while you're doing something for me you happen to go check a sports score and it takes a screenshot <laughs> right there and i'm like zek's like watching sports when he's supposed to be working <laughs> but all you, you were just on there for three seconds um right right or maybe you're just waiting for you know um a page to load and it's right. taking a while and you decided to just look at this one right and just in time you got screenshots yeah. right <laughs> When you have that page up, so yeah. well. Um, as a VA, I understand you know um, the need to have or to to be sure that your your VA is doing what they're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. with you know the amount you're paying them or f- with the hours that you're paying them. Right. But it, uh, that's where the trust comes into play. Yeah. Because you know, again, just like what I mentioned, if I know someone is looking at me or someone is looking at what I'm doing, that that tends to you know like. Uh, gets me concerned that if I miss something, but then I know I can, you know, I can repair it or do something about it. Right. But then I got screenshot that, oops. So that's um, it's like, oh no. Right. <laughs> but then uh, again, it's, it's understandable to, to have some sort of a monitoring, monitoring software. Mm-hmm. But then again, uh, maybe just during the first couple months and then afterwards mm-hmm. in, in that span of time, you'd be able to get to know the VA. Right. you're working with so um afterwards maybe you can just take it off but then again if, if you have the need for it uh mm-hmm. there's a lot in google that you can you know you can look for do sure. a google search yep just, just google time tracking software um time tracking software virtual assistant or va you'll find something but i just have found it didn't i don't really feel the need I, to have that and it's like i know i would know if something's not happening because of you know I, I paid for 10 to 15 deals a day and I got two what's going on. Obviously <laughs> something's not right. He he's not getting it or whatever. Um, I would say the, um, the big thing is just having an interaction with your VA. You, you the more you build that relationship, the better it's going to be. Um, if right. you're, if you're hiring them for a, 
sourcing type of position where you're they're sourcing deals for you for online arbitrage um have a, a spreadsheet that um that you can um in fact we probably can maybe share the one we'll talk about talk about that maybe we can share yep. the one that we use a template okay post it in the show notes but um it gives you opportunity for feedback so if I can go through and be like, and say, you know, this is not good for whatever. There's a drop down area for, you know, this is out of stock or, um, you know, doesn't match or whatever. And so uh, provide that feedback for your VA because it's, they'll get better and better, but you've got to invest that time into them to, uh, to make them better. And if they've never sourced online before, um, it, it's a learning curve. You just realize that, you know, you didn't learn your Amazon business overnight. And so it's, um, it's right. going to take them time as well to do it, but work with them. If you find one, I would say it comes down to find one who's willing to learn, who's teachable, who's humble, who um, works hard. You can teach them to do pretty much anything uh, and just give them that time and be patient with them and um, let them learn the job. If you feel like, you know, this is going to work out long-term for you. And if you have to sever that relationship, I mean, that's okay. Just do it respectfully. And I mean, it's probably, if they're not, if they're not doing a good job, they're probably not enjoying it either. And so, you know, give them the grace to go find something that's more like in, in line with their skill set. Exactly. Um, yeah. Let's talk about types of jobs. So obviously we, you know, Amazon sourcing is one we all hear about and that's something that we train people how to do in our legendary VA service. But um, besides Amazon sourcing and outbound and inbound calls, what are some other things that you guys have heard other VAs being able to do work from home type jobs with? Well, you can, um, you can go. Yeah. I was looking online and I'm looking for a job for my daughter. So I found out um, more on video editing, like uh -huh. what I do. Yep. Um, graphic designing, but yep. um, they're more professional. So, um, what else? Um, Customer social service. media managing. Mm -hmm. Social media managing. Edit. Yep. Um, transcriptionist. Yes. 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 Yeah. Transcription. And encoders. Yep. Something like that. I don't know yeah. much and about it. Yeah, there's, a, there's actually a lot. Well, everything that can be done in an office type of setting can be done at home as well. That's right. Because, you know, a, a lot of, if not everyone, um, most most of us use a computer mm -hmm. or, or cell phones or mobile phones. Mm -hmm. So everything that, that can be done in the office type of setting can be done at home as well yeah. with the use of internet. That's right. So anything you can think of, as long as it's online, mm -hmm. that can be done at home or you can, you can outsource that. Right. It's um, kind of like, you know, answering emails for you, doing mm -hmm. customer service yep, uh, or even chat support kind of service that uh -huh. can be done as well. So basically everything that you can think of that can be done online mm -hmm. can, can be, um, you know, a work that, that a VA can do. Totally agree with you. As far as Amazon is related, we got the product source and you got the back end yep. Amazon oh, account yeah. management. You've mm -hmm. got the, um, I know, the, uh, yeah, we want to talk about the other stuff too, which we did, but uh, you know, Amazon related stuff, the Amazon account management backend stuff, creating listings, um, finding suppliers, wholesale suppliers, finding private label opportunities, data entry, anything like that. I mean, literally um, we have, a, obviously your sister does recruiting for our VA service, does our payroll um, I mean, you need a project manager, you need somebody to run your whole company. I mean, literally you could find somebody to do it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to provide a job for somebody that wants to work from home and, uh, to get, uh, 
you know, get somebody good for your company as well. So, yeah. And then of course, social there's, media, there's... social media, um, Jasmine and I are working with the, my, my mastermind group to, uh, yeah. put together a test case for, um, one VA being her running for social media accounts and posting on taking their core content, like a podcast or maybe a book or ebook or lead magnets and creating social media posts throughout the day for them. So we'll see how that goes, but I know, I mean, all that's, uh, pretty much anything you need in your business. Uh, VA can do for you. So interaction. Right, right. So we talked about this for a second. Um, and that's, then I'll I think, think of anything else that you guys think we should cover, but interacting with you guys, I do, we do Skype, um, Facebook messenger. I would say having that, that interaction that, you know, instant communication for when you guys want to need an answer, you can send, send me a message on Skype and assuming it's my daytime hours. Um, you know, I get back pretty quickly. Um, any any advice there on communicating uh, with the VA? Just communication. Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots. Some some are using WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Some okay. are using you know um, just emails. But in terms of yeah. instant messaging, uh, it would be Skype or WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. WhatsApp is more yeah. common in the US. Yes, that's right. What are um real quick? We didn't mention talk about the working hours, like the when you guys. Oh work right. Yeah. So some of I mean, you guys keep crazy late hours. I'll message you at two in the <laughs> afternoon here, which is three in the morning your time, and you're still up answering <laughs> my question. And I don't expect you to get back to me until you know late the next day. Um, but do you feel like um, is it okay if I wanted you guys to work during my daytime hours, which would be your nighttime, because you are thirteen hours ahead of Central Time. Is that normal for a VA to work in the middle of the night? Well, that's pretty much normal, um, mm-hmm. especially if we take into uh, consideration the virtual assistants nowadays or, mm-hmm. who, or who came from a call center type of setting. Yeah. So uh, they're awake during yeah. the nighttime here in the Philippines, which yeah. is the daytime in the U.S. Right. So that's pretty much normal. Okay. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to you. If you would like your VA to work uh, at the same mm-hmm. hours as you are, mm-hmm. or if you're okay with them doing the work during their daytime, mm-hmm. and then for you just to you know check it during your daytime as well. Yeah. So, um, but in terms of adapting to it or adjusting the hours, pretty much, mm-hmm. yep, Filipinos or VAs can do that. Yeah, I find. But if you with- would like your VA to be you know more comfortable with you know with working, you might want to ask them if they would like to do it during the nighttime or yeah. during the daytime. Yeah. Cause like for most of the stuff that we do, it doesn't matter when it gets done. Um, I don't care if you work during my day hours or not. It's I, I want you to work when you want to work and that works out well for our, our job. If I did have a call center, well, I understand. Yeah. You, I might mm-hmm. need you to be making calls at, you know, between eight and five, you know, and that's middle of the night for you guys. But, um, but for our types of services, our jobs with legendary VAs, it, I don't care when, when they work. And so that's gives Great. you guys the flexibility to work when you want to. Um, so that's good. Okay. Any other thoughts or things about just tips for somebody? If you were talking to somebody about hiring a VA, um, anything you can think of that we didn't cover <clears throat> that you hear them ask? Oh, uh, I, ju- I just remembered, aside from onlinejobs.ph, there's a lot of Facebook groups now yes. who have a lot of virtual assistants or okay. with virtual assistants looking for you know clients or looking for work mm-hmm. and vice versa. So there's a yeah. lot of Facebook groups for people looking for a VA. Yeah. So um, you might want to check that out. You can simply search groups in Facebook. Okay. So that's another thing aside from onlinejobs.ph. 
Okay. And uh, going back to additional tips would be, uh, again, just, just know what you're looking for mm-hmm. and know your expectations. So um, expectations would be the pay, like how much do you think a mm-hmm. uh, VA is worth in a monthly basis for this kind of job mm-hmm. or like the number of hours that you think you would require from that person for, or from a VA. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess just to, you know, set your expectations as well. And um, set the VAs or the, you know, possible VAs expectations. Yeah, that's good. We didn't know one quick thing we didn't cover. We talked about the, we, we talked about the monthly pay. We usually Mm -hmm. pay biweekly. So you guys get, you guys usually get paid twice in a month because it's just yep. the, unless there's a five week month, sometimes you might get paid three times, but, um, mm-hmm. and then it's, um, it's a flat salary. Now I know some people might pay per hour and that's okay too. Um, yep. just take the, you know, what the, a normal monthly pay might be and divide it by the number of hours. Um, but usually mm-hmm. between right. two and $5 an hour, somewhere two and $5. Dollars. Yep. And depending on the job, of course. Um, and also you can pay people by project. So even though Jasmine does for me, for example, she'll do uh, something like she has a salary on part of my business. I might say, Hey, I'll give you 50 bucks to, to do this project. Um, and that's a project she gets done in a few hours or a few days. I don't really know, but it's um, you can, you can do the per project basis or a long-term or any kind of number of uh, scenarios in between. So but just work with the VA. They, Oh, another thing I might say is you guys are typically, now you guys are more bold because you've learned from me, but you know, a VA uh, might be, you mentioned being shy. So they may not tell you if um, they don't like something or they don't want to upset you. They don't want to offend you. And so um, you might want to ask them, Hey, how's it going? Um, Anything I can, you know, just, just, know that they may be slow to ask for things. They may be slow to ask for help if they need help with their job. If they're not understanding something, they may be slow to ask for help. And so if they're not performing the way you feel like they should be, just reach out and say, Hey, what's up? How can I help you learn this? Um, and just be respectful, but, uh, they, uh, they might be slow to ask for a pay raise. So, you know, make sure that, you know, you're paying them equivalent to what you know, you should be and not taking advantage of them. Um, and if, uh, and rather than like, say they're unhappy, they may just quit and not show up anymore. And so you don't want that to happen. If you've invested hours and hours and hours into somebody and you know, all they need is a $50 a month raise or something, make sure (laughs) that you, um, you pay them commensurate with what the job does. And especially if they hear other VAs making a certain amount and they're way below that, that can hurt too. So just have that conversation, open relationship with them, make sure you're communicating. Um, and that's the same with any job though. It's just make sure you're communicating with folks. Yeah. Mo- most of them would just be shy at first, you know, yeah. but as soon as you, you know, like get a good working relationship, uh-huh. so they might be more comfortable in t- telling you stuff or, you know, right. asking you questions and all that. Right. So um, it- it's, it's expected to be a, it's, it's, it's expected to be like that at first, sure. but as you go along, uh, that's going to get better. Yep. Uh, you know, one, one thing that I always advised um, our you know, current clients for legendary VA service is that whenever they ask a question like, what should they expect or how should they go forward? Mm-hmm. One thing that I always tell them is, you know, just communicate with your VA. Um, just let them know what you think about their work. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of like the same thing. It's the same thing that I tell the VA. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you're, you know, if you're having a hard time with what you're doing, 
if things are, you know, a little different than what you expected, mm-hmm. just reach out and maybe you can just, you know, meet at the middle right? and see what works for you and what works for your client. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, communication is, is the key yeah. into, is. you know, having a good working relationship, especially yeah. that you guys are, you know, on the other side of the world. you know that's that's always you know that's always a good way to start and um that's gonna get you a long way yes yeah and build that relationship i mean i I know you got you and you guys and me have a different relationship we've met you in person and so it makes a difference you know we we get personal (laughs) with stuff we have to joke around about stuff we talk (laughs) about food and um it doesn't have to be that way i mean it could be more of a serious business relationship you prefer i and i'm just a personal guy so i enjoy getting to know my vas and them personally and their families and what their life is like and zach will show me around his neighborhood with his phone and yeah i I like that that stuff is interesting to me but i think it'd be also okay if it was more like you know this is business we keep it business-like um but my personality just i enjoy learning about what your life is like and um you know, that's fun for me. So, exactly, Jasmine, yeah. any other tips or advice you would say? Um, for the VAs, um, just discipline yourself. That <laughs> applies to um, uh, focusing on your task and um, setting goals every day or every week that you have. Mm-hmm. How about okay. for the uh, Americans looking for a VA? Do you have any tips for them? Um. I believe, I strongly believe with um, open communication, like what we have, right? That's good. Um, whatever. It's kind of uh, Miss Universe kind of answer. No. <laughs> I strongly believe. I strongly- <laughs> that was a great answer. <laughs> Miss Universe. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's a great, I mean, it's so true. Um, yeah, open communication is huge. <laughs> because oh that's goodness. what we have, Ryan. If that's I don't right. know anything, you just send me some video tutorials right yes yeah oh that's one oh we didn't cover that real quick let's um, standard operating procedures and giving them instructions so um i do a lot of screenshot videos i have a tool that does that called searchy but that's a more of an expensive type of software um there's this free tool called loom l-o-o-m that um, you can record your screen. So if you're trying to give instructions, it's way better to to do a video and show them how to do it. Um, You may even have your VA then take that video and put it into a a standard written operating, we call it standard operating procedures or written document. Because I mean, I love you guys, but I know that there may be some day when you decide to do something different. Um, And that's, I I want to, and I know with it, um, with our legendary VA service, with our core team, we've had them put together like a list, uh, standard operating procedure of their job so that if they decide to move on, we can hand that, say, here's what Zach did. Um, mm-hmm. So you know exactly what to do. But having those detailed instructions and video works really, really well for that uh, to to be able to communicate what those instructions yep. are so they can do the job well. So And yeah, they, they, they can play it over and over. So if Absolutely. they got confused at first, they can right. just go yeah. back to it. What I yeah. Do. <laughs> yeah. And even just get on a zoom call and share your screen and explain it in real time. We've done that before. For yep. YouTube. That also um, works. And that's another thing because Filipinos may be typically shy. They may not, they may not, they, like we said, they may be slow to ask for that help or to ask for clarification. So make sure they understand the job. Um, but just that's where the open, open communication will work wonders. So yeah. Cool. Well guys, thank you so much for, doing this I, I hope this helps a lot of folks uh learn how to think about 
you know, expanding their business using a virtual assistant and the win-win that's created there. And so appreciate you. Appreciate all you do. Thanks for being on the team. Yep. You're Thank very you. welcome. Happy to be on a team. Yep. <laughs> all right. See you later. You've been listening to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. From right here in the Dallas Metroplex, Ryan teaches several entrepreneurial courses and group coaching programs to students all over the world. Be sure to listen next week at the same time for Streams of Income with Ryan Rieger.